gonna slurp this. <laughs> Hello, friends and foes. Welcome back to our podcast. Gelatinous. <laughs> of Slimy and Dead, Eraserhead and Bunny. We were, just, uh. we were just attempting to take a jello shot, but these are not the best. Well, if you listen to us on a regular basis. You know at the beginning of our episodes we do a little slurpy slurp out of our drinks similar to this. And Bunny said, let's do that with jello shots instead. <laughs> and it didn't work. I almost choked. I don't know what's going on here, but she's still working on that. You wanna just stop? No. Anyway. Anyways. Hey, how's it going? Hey. How's our week been? Um you know, I don't remember anything before the show on Saturday. Today's Sunday. Yesterday. So last night. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it was a long day. Yesterday it's been was a long week. Even though we don't remember any of it. I don't. Well, I didn't know you didn't. I didn't. I, I don't. <laughs> 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 Fucking what? <sighs> so <clears throat> the point is, is that. You played a show yesterday I at did. the Edge. Yeah. So How was that? <laughs> <laughs> As some of you may know, I just joined a band and I played my first show with them last night. Like I've played a couple of shows um, over the past couple of weeks with another band and a friend of mine, but yesterday was my first official show with the band I just joined, and it was so much fun. It was great. Yeah? Yeah, I time? really... Yeah, I did. Good. I was sitting there with Adam, front row. Yeah, you were. You guys are like our biggest fans. God damn. I'm so sorry. You're like the cat, dude. Just fucking shit up. Anyways, the show was really good and it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really vibe with these guys. We have really good chemistry on stage, I feel. They're really talented songwriters and they're just all around fun guys to be around and wow I'm okay I'm done with this jello shot for right now because I cannot get the rest of it out sicko mode anyways but yeah I'm really excited for LA to do the shows in LA with this band and what it's going to look like afterwards because I know we're going to take a break from shows for a bit to really hone in on what we want to do what we want to sound like and just get together and hang out outside of rehearsals and gigs and stuff like friends mm -hmm. you know like bandmates should do but also you're gonna start doing some like solo stuff yes we're gonna start contacting venues around town even like open mic type stuff is fine but i really want to get out there and start doing my own even if it's just covers just doing a little guitar playing a little singing just so I can get a little more experience, exposure yeah. under my belt, because if you hang on, if you if you start making like uh, not like I guess like making it big locally or whatever, you know, kind of like how Woke Up New is like people know who who they are, who mm -hmm. you guys are, yeah. But like you on your own, what are you gonna what are you gonna go by? I don't know. Are you gonna go by your? government name or you're gonna make something up i'll 
I'll come up with something. Oh, okay. I like Prison Purse, but that's like an our band yeah. type of thing. We're going to start a band, by the way. Yeah. It's in the works. Man, you're in a lot of... You got Mud Puppy, Woke Up New, Your Own Shit, My Shit. Yeah. And then I recently had a guy in an Uber tell me that he was working on a project, and I'm waiting to hear from him because he said he was looking for a bass player. And then there's that Pizza Hut guy who said he needed a bass player. Pizza Hut guy? Yeah, I told you I went and picked up a pizza, and this guy was just like, oh, uh, nice shirt. Because I was wearing my purple, purple rain shirt. Pippa Pain. Pippa Pain. Yeah. Pippa Pain. I think I remember. But that's been a few weeks, so I don't think I'm hearing back from them. But yeah, it's cool to be involved in a lot of different stuff right now. I always wanted to be. But anyway, just, yeah, for my own experience and for my own comfortability, like breaking out of my shell and getting good at singing and playing an instrument at the same time, that's something I was ever able to do, or at least well. Like if I'm not just doing straight strumming patterns, you know, doing the whole jerk, because <laughs> that's the motion I was just making. Um, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't play anything complex and sing at the same time. So that's something I want to do. And I don't know, I feel, this is me, I'm inexperienced. I feel like you do fairly well, like playing and singing at the same time. But that's Because I'm playing me. straight rhythms, I'm not doing anything complex. Well, it's more than I could ever do. Well, you don't know, you haven't so, played in how long? I was in middle school. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, sh I thought it was a lot more recently than that. Hell no. Oh. Well, now I'm a little on the fence about you jumping on this wedding singer shit. Hey, Adam and I talked about kidding. it. I'm just kidding. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. I'm really looking forward to you jumping on that with us. If you guys remember from before, my friend Adam has got a solo project called Wedding Singer. So good. Yes. So sad. He is a sad boy. He's releasing an album, hopefully by the end of the year. And if he can pull that off, he's going to do this big release party. He's going to have me jump on guitar and have Bunny... Jump on the bass. Yeah. So it'll be fine. I'll show you the ropes. I'll show you what's up. Okay. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about shitty dysfunctional families and the trauma that they have caused us. Yeah. Yeah. Lit. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, we'll get into that right now. My sister was supposed to jump on with us to kind of chime in. Because obviously we grew up in the same house with the same mom. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she just got back into town from a camping trip over the weekend and she's pretty spent. She's so sleepy. They're going to unpack and just settle back into the house. So she'll jump in with us at a later time and that's not a big deal. But mm -hmm. don't worry. I'll cover experiences from both of us. And this isn't going to be like a one part thing because I have a lot of shit that I want to say. Yeah. Exposed. But Me too. Yeah. And you know, I really want your sister to chime in. I want to hear her experiences. Cause like I've heard some things like that you experienced that you went through, whatever. Um, but like, I don't know. I'd like to hear your sister's side. Would your brother ever join in? Probably. I I, oh, really? I think so. Oh, He's like the favorite, so I just figured he wouldn't want to be a part of that. And no, I mean, we've all shared some pretty traumatic experiences. And, you know, even though he's my mom's favorite... He's a he's, middle child. He's still had to put up with a lot of shit from her. And he's definitely had his frustrations that 
he's voiced to me on several occasions, so I think he would. Okay. There was that I burp wish... from like an hour ago that I was yeah. trying to do that I almost <laughs> puked over. Man, I have to, like, I want to call my sister and see if she'd be down to, like, just... And I don't know how well that would work, because right now we're just working with phone. With with a phone. With phone. With phone. I'm with phone! And so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, how well it would pick up if I called her. Well, we'll do a little test run, and we'll see how it goes. All right. All right? All right. All right. I, I don't know what... You're missing a ball. I am. Now you only got one ball. Mm. <laughs> no context. It's the left side, so it's it's the important one. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> my nose piercing the other day. I was. What was I doing? Did you I were doing a... the stupid lip thing. Oh yeah, I. Whatever. Anyways, the point is, <laughs> is that I lost one of the balls off my nose hoop piercing thing. It's a septum piercing. Yeah. You didn't say septum. Nose well, piercing could nose. be anything. No, I got two options, dude. Well, You mean you can't get the bridge of your nose pierced? I mean, the bridge would mostly just be... You know what? Whatever. I'm We're fucking on. with you. We are moving on. Thank you. So, God. it's funny we say dysfunctional families because one time when I was in like fourth or fifth grade... We walked into my elementary school and we were talking to the front office about like re-registering us for the following school year or something. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what my tia and the front desk lady was talking about, but they were talking about our family and just kind of personal shit that our family's gone through. And without any prompt, I said to the office lady, yeah, we're a dysfunctional family. And my tia was just like, Christian, what? What did you just say? And I was just like, I'm pretty sure I heard it from one of you guys. <laughs> you can't even be upset about that. But as I'm older, how true that is, I can see now. Yeah. Like one of the biggest things that I remember that my mom would do that was just like super traumatizing in the beginning was, you know, my siblings and I just being shithead kids, not wanting to do chores or dishes or whatever. My mom would come home from work and we're just not getting shit done. She would start this episode where she would be screaming. She would be throwing dishes um, across the dining room, kitchen, whatever. And after a few solid minutes of screaming, she would end it with, I just want to die. But at the top of her lungs, yeah. Like, I just want to die. Like drawn out like a... Like, like a, a Midwest emo song. <laughs> God damn it. You should start writing some music and put that in there. Yeah, I should. Just this take, is some for your mom. My, <laughs> take some of my mom's best lines. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but hearing that for the first time as a young kid, no older than 10, that was fucking scary. Yeah, I fucking bet. Like, I don't want my mom to die. Okay, I'll, I'll get it together. For like five minutes. Right. And it continued to happen as we got older. And one of the most recent times, like I was in high school, I think. Mm -hmm. One of the last times she ever had that kind of episode and screamed out like that, that she wanted to die. And I remember the last time she did it, I was just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't done it yet. Yeah, that was was my exact thought process. I was like, bet you won't. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was... uh, (laughs) 
Another thing was, every now and then, my family's from Mexico, so we'll make commutes to the border to go visit family on that side. And getting on the highway off the I-10 to drive down to the border, you know, I always remember right off the exit, my brother, sister, and I, we would be acting up, we'd be arguing in the back seat over just stupid shit, whatever, like kids do. And my mom would always pull off the shoulder of the highway, stop the car and say, get out, get out of the car. If you're gonna be acting like this, I don't want you in the car. And it was just like, no mom, we'll be good, we'll be good. And we would settle down and that would be it. That would be the end of it and we would just keep driving. But one time she pulled off and we insisted that we would be good. And she was like, no, get out. (laughs) So all three of us, opened the door, we got out of the car, and we just kind of stood there for a minute, and I'm pretty sure we were crying. I, I don't, would be. <laughs> I don't exactly remember, but yeah, there was there was a brief period of time where we were just standing outside of the car, we thought my mom was going to drive away, but then Fucking she... <laughs> but then she yelled at us to get back in the car, and then we got in the car, and I don't think it ever happened again, but just... Thinking about it now, obviously, I have my own kids. You've got I, your yeah. kid. You were kind of talking. We were kind of talking about this earlier. I yeah, I just could never imagine being that upset with my daughter, my future kids, whatever, and like just putting that heavy shit on them. That like I'm up. I'm so upset and whatever with them that they make me want to just be dead instead of just getting know. through it yeah like a parent yeah and or just like a person like that's so that's so toxic and that's way too heavy for kids to even hear or like have to go through and like i mean my parents had done some pretty stupid shit but like <laughs> i don't think my mother or my father have ever yelled at us to get out of the car and then like on a fucking highway like in the parking lot of a store or something just like as a timeout, like get out of the car and like get your shit together or like at home get out of the car go inside you're not coming with me now like that's one thing but like on a fucking highway near mexico like <laughs> yeah hello child <laughs> sex trafficking oh no yeah and like I don't know like I could never do that to my kid my kids whatever like that's felt that's so bad felt yeah but it's funny you say that because I think the same thing like thinking back on all these traumatic experiences and stuff just things that really stuck out to me from my childhood I look at my kids and I'm just like fuck I could never do that to them like one night I was out with a friend drinking and um we're just talking about the whole like kid thing and just being a good parent and stuff and it like I was drunk out of my mind and it just like it hit me one night like did you cry no I didn't cry but it was just like it was like an epiphany it was like one of those like like space (laughs) one of those mind-blowing things Tim and Eric awesome show moments yeah you guys know if you know you know (laughs) yeah but it was just like wow like my kids are already so much better off because I'm not them. I don't have their experiences or whatever. And I can learn from that. I can learn from my own experiences. Like, 
every now and then I'll have these moments where my kids are acting up and I'll start to get angry and I'll say something and it's like freeze frame, like, hold up, like, that's exactly something my mom would say. And yeah, I don't like, put like, yourself in check almost. Yeah, I don't like that shit at all. And I'll remember that so it never happens again because I don't want, because it's like, even if it's like a one-time thing, it's something I'll forget about and move on from. My kids may never do that. Yeah. That sticks with them. Yeah. Just like, like these experiences of ours have stuck with us forever, you know? Yeah, like, this happened like really recently, like this, this past week. Oh, yeah. I was talking to my mom. I don't know. It was like a long, stretched out thing. Like, a, like last month she said something and it like really offended me. And then, um... Uh, a few weeks later, I tried confronting her about it and just being like, hey, you know, when you said this, like, it really hurt my feelings, and I didn't take kindly to that whatsoever. She was out with her new flavor of the month boyfriend, and she literally was just like, uh-huh, okay, and then just kind of like, I don't know, like, blew me off, I guess, and just didn't say anything other than that, and so I was just like, okay. Yeah, for her to be so dismissive of your feelings and, you know, something you're not trying to cover up and be okay with, something that you feel comfortable enough to share with her to Move to reach it. yeah, to reach an end game or a resolution point. Just for her to be like, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah, and it was like I don't know. Like I don't know why I thought that I was getting get through to her and like have this heart to heart like communicated moment like it's never happened before, so, like, obviously it wasn't going to happen this time. But, like, I was really trying, and she just wasn't wasn't listening. You know, her, she was out with her boyfriend, so she was out, you know, her mind was elsewhere. And I was just like, okay, well, I obviously am not getting through to you here, so I'm just going to go have fun on your date or whatever. And then... I didn't hear from her for like a couple days or like a couple weeks. And it, was, she, it was more like a couple weeks. Yeah, and then she called me like out of nowhere. She's over at my sister's house and she's all like, Hey, um, instead of like this coming holiday, you know, us trying to like send money out to each other for gifts and stuff. Like, why don't we just skip this holiday and then next holiday we'll go out on vacation or something. And I'm just like what the fuck like no but like my sister was there and I really look up to my older sister and I was excited because it was a video call I was yeah. excited to see her my nieces and I was trying to be in a good mood everyone else was in a good mood and I was just like okay sure whatever and then I just left it at that I got off the phone with them and I was like pretty pissed because like you know I had this Try, I tried to have like this moment of communication with her a few weeks before and nothing like it didn't even matter to her it didn't, she didn't, it didn't affect her personally so she didn't give a shit mm-hmm. and that's just how it's always been with my mother actually with both of my parents but then what day was that like Friday I got Thursday or Friday One of those yeah um, she called me she, just, she said she just wanted to talk so um, we talked and I just like wasn't having it. I wasn't like interested in the conversation or just talking to her in general because of what had happened. And I just, I wasn't over it. And 
She just kept pushing me, asking me what was wrong. I told her, and then it turned into, like, this very, like, her gaslighting me, narcissistic conversation, argument, one-sided. Because, like, I was calm. I was... I had, like, this very low attitude, maybe. Like, it was just very obvious to her that I wasn't interested in, you know, this wasn't a discussion or up for debate. Like, you hurt my feelings and that was it. And you didn't say sorry. You didn't even acknowledge the fact that you did. And she was making it about herself, saying, like, you don't know how hard it is being a single parent and stuff like that, which is, like, fucking what? Which you, uh... But you kind of are. Yeah. I, guess. I mean, I have my husband, soon to be ex-husband's help with things, I mean, but sure. like we're we're not together, we're separated. I see him as like a single father, even though we're still here to help out with our daughter. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you know, but by definition you are a single parent. Yes. But you know, she's telling me all these things, like, I don't know what it's like to be a single parent and kids don't come with like a a how-to script and this and that and she's all like you know growing up you girls never especially you never treated me with any respect and stuff like that and you were always judging me so don't think that you're perfect or whatever I'm like yeah I know I judged you but why do you think that fucking is like look at the shit that you did look at the shit that I had to put up with and whatever and then she was like sobbing, crying heavily on the phone, like, and I don't, I didn't feel bad at this point, like, sure, why would you? when she does it, it's like a, just to get a reaction, right, like, for exactly. us to apologize to her. Not the other way around, like, it fucking should be. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what you want me to say, I don't know what you want me to do, and she's just like, I'm just gonna go, I'm here at my doctor's appointment, I'm just gonna go, I was like, okay, bye, and I hung up, and then she texts me, like, almost immediately afterwards, and she's like, are you ever gonna let things go in the past, from the past, or whatever? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, why the fuck would I? Like, you know, I'm getting older, and I'm really seeing like how much of an impact these things I had to deal with growing up is like damaging my life, or has damaged my life to where it makes it hard for me to. I don't want to say like it makes me hard to it makes it hard to function at times with like certain things especially when it comes to relationships because you know that's like the whole thing like I don't know because you had an outstanding role model when it came to relationships right yeah like my mom was bringing guys home all the fucking time and my dad like didn't see anyone ever because he saw what my mom was doing I mean my dad had his own fucking Pandora box of issues but my mom was just very forward. She couldn't hide all this shit that she was doing. It was just, uh, yeah. Anyways, that could have been a lot shorter than what it was, but you that's know. okay. <laughs> well, we're here to talk, so why not? Oh, I remember with my mom. She and my dad only married because they were having my brother. Really? Very similarly to me and my soon-to-be ex-wife. <laughs> and, you know, my mom told me at times that my grandma basically forced them to get married. Oh, yikes. So, there was that. There was really not a whole lot of love there to begin with. 
And so my mom needed the attention or whatever that my dad wasn't willing to give because there, there's no love. So she went out and sought after it elsewhere and she was going behind my dad's back. She was seeing this guy that she was working with who was like half her age and... Younger or older? Nothing younger. Oh. Yeah, younger. She was 36 and he was 18. Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking right out the gate, dude. Right out the gate. Barely legal. And my mom ended up losing her job there, so we had to move back to Tucson. Yeah, because she's fucking well predator. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Different reason, but we ended up moving back to Tucson. They still talked and continued to see each other and talk to each other and stuff. I remember one night, middle of the night, my mom wakes us up and was like, we gotta go. We gotta get out of the house. And I was maybe 10, 11. And I was just like, okay. So we, me and my siblings, we get out of bed, we're going down the hallway, and we see blood stains on the wall in the hallway, and I'm freaking out. I feel like I'm in a horror film. I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> but my mom was in such a rush to get us out of the house, so I was like, okay, no questions, let's just go. We go out the back door, and we circle the house, and my dad is standing out there with my mom's boyfriend, and they're in a heated argument, I guess... A punch had already been thrown by my mom's boyfriend, his name's James, and broke my dad's nose. But I guess prior to that, my dad had threatened to shoot James with a gun that he didn't have. You know, he was just drinking and that's why he said that, uh, just to try to scare him to leave his house, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But the cops were called. We didn't end up leaving the house because shortly after the police arrived, caught wind of my dad threatening his life or whatever and even though James threw the punch and assaulted my dad my dad was the one that ended up going to jail for the night I mean it could have been like they saw that as like a your dad threatened his life he's there and this is uh, James you said Mm -hmm. like self defense type of thing maybe maybe but like I said my dad didn't own a gun and like they would have seen that. They would have searched all of his shit. They would have seen that nothing's registered under his name or whatever. But anyway, not important. He ends up going to jail for the night. Next day, tells my mom that he's moving out of the house. Like his house that he's renting for us moves out into a little studio apartment. So he's covering two rents, basically, for our house <coughs> and for his little studio. And... Within the week, my mom's boyfriend was moved into the house and stuff. So I was just like, oh, wow. Like, even from a young age, I saw that was really shitty. Like, my dad's paying for both of these places, and, you know, here we are. Your mom's just living her life. Yeah, really. And I remember there was a time where my siblings and I were playing out in the backyard, and I guess my sister was doing something that James did not like. I don't remember exactly what, but what I do remember was that he ended up going after her, like chased her around for a bit and then grabbed her by the hair. And immediately I was like, what the fuck is even that? Like (laughs) what just happened here? Because I've never seen my dad do anything like that before. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously like my dad and my mom coming from a Hispanic family, like would hit us with the belt or with the chancla, whatever. We got our spankings and stuff, but like, see her getting yanked by the hair and like just like her stopping in that moment and then going back like that was a little freaky for me i didn't like that and that's I told why my you mom, keep, your sister keeps her hair short all the time i don't think so oh. but maybe 
don't know. We should do a deep dive oh, one okay. of these days. Tonight. Well, she might not even know. Maybe. Like, she probably it could be like a subconscious yeah. thing. Yeah, it could be. But anyway, I told my mom about it, and I guess she and James had a conversation about it, and somehow, I don't know if it's just that they saw it as justified or whatever, but it was never talked about again, and we all just went about our lives like nothing was wrong. I was like, something is very wrong here, but... Yeah, especially because that's not his kid. Like, yeah, my mom had this boyfriend. Uh, his name is John, or was I don't know if he's still alive, but who gives a shit? Yeah, um, we were living at his house for a while, and I spilled like steak sauce or something on the carpet. Was it a one? It was actually. <laughs> <laughs> I spilled it on the carpet, and I, I don't remember this happening, but I remember my sisters telling me this happened and my mom like briefly talked about it years later and when it when my sister brought it up my mom was like yeah that happened and then just like quickly moved on but I spilled the sauce (laughs) on the carpet and he like picked me up by my arm and like started spanking me and then I guess like sent me into my room or something but like I'm not his kid, obviously. Yeah. Like, how is that okay? Like, and my mom stayed with him for a long time after that. It's like, if I was seeing someone and they're hitting my kid, like, I don't give a fuck how long we're together. Yeah. That's it. That's the end of it. Like, if if that's not your dad and you're getting hit, like, I'm going to fucking prison. Like, I don't give a shit. Ugh. Yeah. Like you, that blows my mind. Like... To even do something like that to your own kid, to just lash out like that, because we were definitely lashed out on as yeah. kids. Um, I couldn't imagine doing that to my own kids, but just like, I would think that if you're seeing someone with a kid that is not your own, like you tread hella cautiously, you know boundaries, you know limits, and you know, you don't fuck with other people's kids like that. Not even like you're seeing them, like, fr- like, you have kids, obviously. And Pamela, one of my friends, one of our friends, I guess. Um, yeah. She has a daughter who's, like, a little bit older than our girls. And, you know, I get after your girls a little bit. Like, I won't ever, like, full-on yell at them. I won't even think about, like, laying a hand on them. And same with, like, Pamela. Like, I'll get after her, her girl, her daughter, whatever. But, like, I'm never going to hit. Like, it's never even crossed my mind to, like, hit one of my friend's kids. Or, like, even if I was seeing someone and they had other kids. Like, that's just not a thing. That doesn't exist. Right. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) we know better. Yeah. But, I don't know. Anyways, like, my dad's never hit. I I mean, we got our spankings. But, like, does that even count? No. No. It's but the 90s, like, nobody, everybody was doing it. <laughs> it's like drugs. Anyways, <laughs> but like, I don't know. My dad, I remember him grabbing my sister by the arm and like throwing her kind of on the couch or like whatever because she got caught doing something. I think this is the first time they found out she was having sexual intercourse <laughs> with someone and obviously they were fucking pissed but and like you say obviously like yeah I guess but like it's gonna happen right yeah like, but like our like 
traditional yeah. Mexican families, they're just like, stay pure, whatever. Like, fucking please. Abstinence is key, fam. Yeah. Even though, like, you have all these Mexican families have, like, thousands of kids. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, fucking what? I'm just trying to get the jump on life here, okay? <laughs> Anyways. But, like, my dad's throwing my sister down the couch, like, grabbed her by the arm and, like, threw her down and was, like, yelling at her. Like, fucking full force, like, emo, screamo shit, like, letting it out. And then I was a rebellious piece of shit kid and I was getting in trouble a lot for breaking into houses, like, abandoned houses, abandoned buildings. And I got caught one time and my family found out about it and my dad like I went I said something to him something very smart ass like because it's me right and I got up to walk away like this guy he ain't shit and then walked (laughs) away and he grabbed me by the hair like at the at the roots and just like threw me down on the ground and like still holding me like screaming at me like I'm a piece of shit kid and I don't listen for shit and I'm gonna learn one day or something like that and like my dad has no shame and he has a pretty bad temper he did mostly then like he's worked on it I guess sure but <clears throat> say no shame because um one of my friends that got in trouble with me she was there and he did this right in front of her and like he wasn't phased that that somebody else was seeing this and my mom was just like whatever your dad I don't want to have to deal with this heavy dirty shit so your dad can take care of it and if this is how he chooses to take care of it then then that's fine and I'm just like what? yeah Mm -hmm. oh man but like my mom like that like she never wanted to do things like that excuse you thanks she was very like mentally gonna fuck with you like she would guilt trip us all the time she would say things that were like oh yeah this is my fault and this is why i'm so sorry mother why would i ever do anything like this to you but like you know we get older i'm like I shouldn't have apologized for a lot of the shit that right. went on because, like, that was all you, woman. But ugh, I don't even know. There's just, like, a lot there. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> my sister and her boyfriend walking through. Pay no mind. She'll chime in eventually, like I said before. But, yeah, all that's, like... The whole gaslighting narcissist thing. Like, I'm sure my mom's done it before. I can't think of any instances off the top of my head, but yeah, I'm sure. Hey, why don't you come in for a sec? Yeah! Chime in for a bit because my sister here uh, has a lot of experience with the whole gaslighting, you know, (laughs) making, trying to make you feel sorry when you're the victim of the situation here. So, Say hi once more. Hello. Oh, you're hella sunburned. Yeah, um, I stood outside for hours and this is the result. Yeah. <laughs> tan. Um, Not tan, sunburned. Yeah, it's dark. It, it may turn into it. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about obviously dysfunctional families like we talked to you about before, but 
you know, she was just ending her bit on, on how her mom liked to gaslight and to make them apologize for shit that they shouldn't be sorry for. Oh, and I yeah. saw your face, so here you are. Oh yeah. So like, share there, some experiences. There were, there were times where like, if I got an argument with my mom and I would feel really bad about it, but like there were times where I shouldn't have to because in some cases it was mostly her in the wrong. And then like maybe hours later, I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Like I, I want to go say sorry. It was always me saying sorry first instead of her. And then like, as I got older, I was just like, wow, this is messed up. <laughs> Give us an example. Um, shoot. Well, a lot of it was like from like, like high school era, but like a lot of that, I like, I don't remember anymore, but I still remember doing that. Like, I feel like I just wanted to forget about it like it, it suppressed yeah i basically just suppressed it all because i was like that was horrible well there was a bit of beef that we were going through with my mom over the course of covid season last year uh that i won't get into too much detail about because it involves a lot of other parties and anyway um i chose not to speak with my mom throughout this period of time and my sister took a huge part in that and i was constantly asking her like why do you why do you still talk to mom after all this why do you even like give her the time of day why why do you put up with her and it was always something along the lines of like well i just feel bad i feel like if i choose to like no. dissociate or, or stop talking or whatever, like something bad is gonna happen. Like she's gonna have a heart attack or something and then I won't be there or something like it's that. Not, and that's a huge guilt thing. It's not about like, yeah, I guess part of it is like me being guilty about everything that has happened throughout our lives, especially with her. But also because like, I don't want my last memory of her to be that and ending at like us ending on bad terms and then she's gone. And I don't want that, that to be my last memory of her. Can't relate. But okay. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I understand what you're saying, but, like, that's, like, one of the heaviest forms of gaslighting to me. Like, making you feel so guilty about something that you have no business feeling guilty over to the point where, like, you're going to stick around through all of this toxic-ass shit and, and just put up with it in fear that that'll be the last time you will have ever spoken with her and stuff. Like, we're obviously all past it now. Like, my mom and I are on speaking terms now and stuff, which is fine. But that was a hard thing for me to wrap my head around. It's like, why? Getting involved again. Well, no, not even getting involved again. Just like, throughout the course of the, what, six months or so yeah, that like we didn't speak so to each other. Talk to each other. Um, Going through that and seeing that you and my brother were still, you know, going out and having lunch and, you know, just being cool with each other. Like, I just, I couldn't understand it. Yeah, but like, even when we were doing those breakfast gatherings, it was always her breaking down and talking about the situation of how you're not speaking to her, she hasn't seen your kids, and kind of making us feel bad and a little awkward about it like kind of you know saying like can you guys do something to fix this i'm like what do you want me to do like i'm not gonna invade his privacy he already said you know he wanted his space from you and i'm not gonna 
go against that. It's totally his decision when it's okay for you to see him again and his kids. So it was just always her guilt tripping us whenever she saw us. And I'm like, can you please not do this? <laughs> My mother did something like that. But it came to the point where, like, she was going to have me... Like, okay, well... Um... There was a guy that I was seeing, and there was, like, a no contact order between us, and uh, it just got really messy, and it's, like, a long story, but um, we were still seeing each other, and my mother, one time, she was just, like, mad. I don't even remember why, and I don't even think it had anything to do with me or us, but she was all like, well, something about, I hope the cops don't find out that you guys are still seeing each other or whatever, and I'm just like... Okay, you guys, if you call the cops, I'm also going to jail for being around him. She's all like, yeah, I'm well aware. And I was just like, okay, thanks, bye. And I didn't want her, you know, involved in my life anymore because of that. Like, I don't know. Like I said, like there's a lot that I don't want to mention about it, but um, she would go over to my sister's house. I think she was living with my sister at the time, actually, and she would just like try to get my sister to talk to me, to talk to her again. And it's like, you are well aware what you did, what you said, what was wrong. And like, if you want to talk to me, like start off by apologizing to me. Like, that's how you do that. So like hearing this, like your guys' mom wanting you to talk to him and be like, just see your, just see mom, you know, whatever, talk to her. Like, no, don't do that. Like, you're a fucking adult, grown-ass woman. Like, and I'm sure you told her, like, why you didn't want to talk to her. And it's like, when you spell it out for people and they are still like, oh, I'm so sad because you don't want to talk to me and someone, I need, I need a third party to help me fix this. Like, no, you don't. Like, just own up to your shit. Fucking do it. Yeah. And that was exactly it. Like, I outlined for her several times why we weren't speaking to each other. Um, because she made attempts to, like, reach out and stuff. But there was never that apology. There was never the acknowledgement. Like, okay, I understand. This is why you're upset. This is why we're not speaking to each other right now. It's because she can't admit she's wrong. Exactly. And that's how it's been for as long as I can remember with her. But Yeah, and always, like making you feel bad instead of her being the one saying she's sorry it was always like no you gotta be sorry not me and i'm like this is your problem (laughs) i'm the true victim here woman damn yeah but it's you know you keep getting stuck in i don't know dude and i'm a little concerned but anyways, you can go back upstairs, do your thing. Thanks for chiming in. Yeah. That's my sister, everybody. You'll hear from me again soon. Yes. That sounded like a threat. <laughs> no, a threat I promise a... it wasn't a threat. <laughs> was that a threat or a promise? No. It was threateningly promising. promising. We said that at the show last night. I don't remember what the context was. I don't remember. But Bella was there at that point. She stayed a lot longer than I thought she was going to. I thought she was going to stay the whole night. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Because I, I think was she was playing... just there because of Dylan. Oh. Well, she Dylan to... stayed for the whole night. Yeah, he did. So. What the fuck, Bella? Yeah, what the fuck? She's never going to hear this. <laughs> That's fine. But anyway, you know, thinking about all this, like, gaslighting shit from my mom, 
like kind of reminds me of a situation with my tia, my aunt. For you non-Spanish speakers, it's okay. I hardly speak Spanish myself. So. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I know a little bit. I know just enough to, anyway. To confuse me? <laughs> um, my, Which yeah. Which much. So sorry. Anyways. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Wow. You're I'm, Thea. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to speak now. <laughs> uh, my Thea was in this really toxic, abusive relationship with her baby daddy for the better part of... 15, 20 years, maybe? Like, on and off. Like, to be together. That's a long time. Yeah. You, hang on. When you first were telling me about this this part, and I, and I think it, I know what you're talking about, it was like, in my head, I was thinking it was maybe like five years at most. Oh, no. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, my oldest cousin from her is 23. And it was, like, shortly after he was born. So that was, like, 98 or so. I don't know. But they were together for a long time. And, you know, they would have their their good times, whatever, short period of time. And he would just, like... So sorry. <coughs> beat the shit out of her. And, like, he was always jacked up on coke and whatever else. But that was always the thing. Cops would get called. He'd get arrested. They'd, you know his jail time or whatever would be their time apart and then he'd get out of jail and somehow he would always manage to yeah always manage to find his way back into the house but there was a bit when i was in middle school we were living in this trailer park and they were going through their yeah Mm. they were going through their bad patch or whatever and he was like just unloading on her hitting her and stuff and we were all like in the house for that like me and my siblings her kids and i don't know what to do i don't know what like i'm just fucking scared you know i'm terrified and i don't know what to what to do and um i remember at some point throughout all of this like it was almost like he was keeping us hostage inside this trailer and my tia was sitting on the couch she was crying she had just gotten hit and she was like, go to the neighbors, go call the police, because we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have a landline or anything. And I was about to get up to start walking toward the side door to the neighbor's house. And he was like, don't you even fucking think about it. Don't go over there. And at this point in time, he was such an intimidating person, like such a scary guy to me, that I was just like, okay, like if I don't listen to what he says, he is going to inflict copious amounts of pain on me and I don't want to deal with that so I'm just gonna stay here and I don't remember exactly how the night panned out but it ended up sorting itself out the police weren't called and I think he ended up just leaving but there were several instances where you know we just kind of caught the tail end of it or whatever like Mm -hmm. he'd already gone to jail the police had been called and we'd seen that whole bit but like, that was obviously really heavy, like, just being in a situation like that. And my Thea would tell us, like, as kids, like, yeah, like, he's pointed a gun at me. And he's pointed a gun at all of you kids at some point in your sleep or whatever. And it's just like, oh. Why Why would she stay with him? Beats the fuck out of me. Um, beats the fuck out of her, obviously. Yeah, really. Yeah, you made some jokes. 
and I would have these like recurring dreams of him like pointing a gun at me um, in this house that I used to visit in Mexico a lot when I was a younger kid. And sometimes like I would wake up from these dreams and I would think like, I know that's a dream, but like, I feel like that really happened, you know? Like mm-hmm. maybe I was awake one of these times or just like in and out of it right or like maybe i was pretending to be asleep or whatever but like this is probably something that actually happened and that i was like you know conscious enough to actually realize was happening and that's why it's you know been a recurring dream to me or whatever but that was just another one of those things like yeah like my mom for sure like has her share of shit but my tia, because of her choices and stuff, like, you know, we had to deal with a lot of shit on that end. And that's, like, really the biggest thing that I had to go through on her end. But recently, I, I shouldn't say recently, back in 2014 is when she finally decided enough is enough. I don't want to be with this guy anymore. Like, she finally figured it out that, you know... Hey, this isn't a good guy. Yeah. And <laughs> I think... Well... I know she realized that, but he manipulated her into thinking that he was the best that she was ever going to get. And that mm-hmm. she wasn't good enough for anybody else, really. So... Like, situations like that are... Like, I've been there, like, a few times, and so I, I understand, but... I don't know, it's just... Like, I think back on, like, the situations that I've been in where it was like that, and it was just like you stupid bitch like there were so many and like it comes to there's a point where like you're aware like this is not good this is not healthy and like i don't know like her reason for it it could just be like the whole stockholm syndrome and like him you know all the mental abuse and stuff but like with me it was definitely that but also (sighs) my mother raised us girls to be like 50s 60s housewives pretty much and like we weren't allowed to do this and that because we are going to be women one day and this is how we need to uh, present ourselves in the world as especially in a relationship and so like I grew up um, knowing how to cater to people and mm-hmm. how to like host and stuff like that and I'm sure you've seen it and you're very well aware yeah definitely but my sis like Amanda my older sister she's she's I don't know she snapped out of that whole thing like very quick very early on but like with me it's sometimes still hard to like get out of that mindset because it was just like drilled into us like we would see her like do all these things for her boyfriends and stuff like that and you know us growing up and like seeing this thinking believing like this is i'm a woman i'm gonna be a woman one day this is what i have to do and no matter what like if someone's giving us the time of day basically like this is the one, this is the person that I'm going to stay with because even though they could be this huge piece of shit, when it, at the end of the day, they're home with us pretty much. So Mm -hmm. that's, that plays a huge part in my life that, uh, is 
toxic and has definitely played a huge part in like my mental health obviously (laughs) but and like I do like that whole which sounds really weird for coming from me because of like who I am and like the shit that I do and say and how I act sometimes but like I do like traditions and like holding some of those traditions like, sure yeah like hosting and catering to an extent like if you're gonna degrade me and like you know be complete asshat to me like fuck no I'm not gonna do this shit right, for you yeah. it's gotta be for the right person mm-hmm. <sighs> it's gotta stay mutual it's gotta stay respectful and I feel like the women of previous generations is just like don't it just didn't shit. click with them. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, I don't care if this is a huge asshole to me. Like, this is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think that we know better. or You know, you know better now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. But yeah, I don't know. It's just... Like, that's so weird to me because my dad was like... I don't know. So different... Like, I'm sure he expected these things from my mother when they were together, when they were married. But, like, as his daughters, you know, we we very well have his, his short temper and we have a really bad attitude because of my dad. And I, I tell him that and he'll get so fucking mad. Well, that is what it is. Yeah. The truth hurts. But, like, I I, so. I'm sure I've... <laughs> I'm sure I've told you this before, like, because my dad, you know, had done those physically abusive things to my sister and I, where it's just, like, pushing her, or pushing me down and, like, yelling at me, and with my older sister, like, grabbing her arm and throwing her onto the couch and yelling at her, um, he would, like, realize days later, hours later, that, like, it was wrong of him to do that, and so he would apologized to us it was never in person which because he couldn't do it he couldn't handle doing that in person i don't know see that's oh go ahead what i was gonna say that's interesting to me because like you know my mom she would you know spank us with a chancla or with a belt or whatever you know Mm -hmm. i remember there was one time where my mom like slapped me across the face when i was like five or six and she came into my room and like she was really upset about it. it was, like she cried and she apologized to me and she was just like you know like I don't like doing these things to you but oh, you know, yeah right like but this is what happens like you know you act a certain way and this is no. why like right as a young kid it's just like why should it even matter and I realize that now but I'm just like as a five year old kid like okay I understand but. It continued to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, she would apologize and we'd make our peace. But, like, these were things that continued happening throughout the entire course of our childhood. <coughs> and, like, for me, like, um, not a proud moment for me. But there was a point in time where everything was just pissing me off about, you know. Life. Yeah. And Emo. my kids were acting up. and Oh, okay. I, I think I told you about the story where, like. The most angry I've ever gotten or the most, like, physically destructive I've ever gotten was where, like, everything was pissing me off. My kids were acting a certain way. And I picked up this baby gate that we had. And I chucked it up to the ceiling out of anger. And 
I made like the smallest hole in the ceiling and like immediately I was just like, what, what was that? Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. How did it get to this point? And my ex-wife was just like, I wanted to take the kids and just leave. And like, I couldn't even be upset about that. Cause I was like, I, like, I wouldn't have blamed you. Like my kids don't deserve to be around, you know, situations like that. And something so aggressive from yeah. their own parent. Right, exactly. So like my older daughter was, you know, obviously they're both toddlers, but she was old enough to understand like, you know, you scared me and she was able to relay that to me. And I was a wreck. I was, I was like so emotional and I was just like, I'm so sorry. And it weighed really heavy on me for a long time. It was like, I don't ever want to be in a situation like that again to where my kids are scared of me, scared of how I'm going to react to a situation or scared of what I might or might not do to them. And like, I'm, I'm almost 30 and I'm still that way with my, mostly my mother, but just cause like, I've, you know, especially right now, COVID, this whole pandemic thing, um, I had had a lot of trouble like financially lately and it's just been stressing me out and I'm like okay I needed to ask my parents for help because they're both still working and like it's not that I'm gonna be asking for much or I guess that I ever really have but anytime that I have gone to my parents financial help or anything mostly it's mostly my mother that is just like yeah I'll help you out this one time I'll give you this like small bit of money to help you out but you owe me and stuff like that and it she's like gives me like this huge guilt trip about it and it's like I can't even I can't even do that but there's something else I wanted to add to that and I can do that for part two because yeah we're running a little short on time here so we're gonna upload we're gonna continue off of this thank you guys for listening to our dysfunctional families <laughs> bit and We'll be right back. Okay, bye. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But next time, your sister's going to be here. Yes, absolutely. She's got a lot to chime in on because as bad as I felt I got it, my sister's definitely got it the worst because like Bunny was saying earlier, like traditional Hispanic upbringing, like the, the moms kind of train you to be a housewife, to cater to everyone's needs and stuff. And... My mom tried doing that to my sister hardcore and my sister was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And they always clashed because of it. But she has a lot more to say than I do. So she'll be here next time. And it just also seems like it's, it's always the youngest that gets the, the most shit I want to say, at least just in my experience. Yeah, I can see that. I'm the youngest. That's been the experience because my sister is the youngest and she's had to go through all that doesn't help that she's a woman and that's like just as kind shitty of, as that sounds yeah like the whole hispanic family bit like that's just the upbringing that she had because she is a woman because she's the youngest anyway we're wrapping up now but next time she'll take part with us and we'll dive deeper into this yeah all right signing off now Bye-bye. okay bye